as we change tack now, and Oscar Kiteley has worn so many hats, but once upon a time he was a senior writer for New Zealand Rugby World. He is a comedian, he's an actor, and a pleasure to have him on the program because Oscar is joining us in his capacity as someone who is trying to encourage more of us to vote in local body elections. Oscar, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Tanafalaba. Lovely to have you with us, Oscar. So why don't people vote in local body elections? Um, I, it's it's a combination of facts. Um, it's 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 a mix of apathy. Um, it's a mix of a feeling of disconnect. And I guess it's also it's not as easy as it could be for some people. Like for example, it's postal votes, and you know our postal service is declining. So there's going to be a whole lot of challenges. But the I think we should know that. It's, we're not unusual in that. It's, we're, we're, we're kind of trending the same way with participation around the world too, so it's not a unique New Zealand problem. I've got a bit of a theory on this, Oscar, and that is that people vote for issues that are relevant to them, and probably if you're not a homeowner and you don't pay your rates, you, you might not even really know what the council does for you. And yeah. I think that people vote for people that are relevant to them. I think people vote, they like to see themselves, and a lot of people don't. I agree. I think, I think if there was a, a, a different quality of, of candidates, I think that would help get more people involved. Um, I mean, I hope that house ownership isn't an issue because whether you're renting or you own a house, you're still affected by rubbish deliveries, playgrounds, library services. So maybe it's just educating people on the fact that local bodies affect our everyday life way more than central government. I mean, you'd, you'd notice it pretty quickly if your rubbish wasn't collected, whether you're a, uh, whether you rent or own, you know, that's going to be an issue. There's also things like DHBs, you know, all the complaints about what's happening in our health care. And people actually have an opportunity to run and actually get a seat around the table, um, not just DHBs, but also licensing trusts. So I think we just have a disconnect in terms of realising how much power there is out there and, and how everybody can be a part of it. it. It's interesting, there was an article out during the week saying there are more councillors in New Zealand named John than there are councillors <laughs> born after 1980. <laughs> it also made the they also made the uh, the comment that they, a lot of them were male, most of them were white, and aged between fifty and seventy. I, and which probably harks back to that time when um, we did look to older white males to kind of run stuff for us. You know, back in the day, those were the people you hardly saw any women. You know, you hardly saw people of colour. And but the thing is, our population's changing. Like just looking at Auckland, fifty percent is is Maori, Pacifica, and Asian, and their turnouts um, are really low. So you do get this this kind of imbalance in terms of the people around the table making the, deci- the decisions for the wider populace. Hey, Oscar, you mentioned this before, the importance of the candidate, because, of course, councils run elections, but they have to remain completely impartial. They can't sort of participate in the process. So really it's up to the candidate to um, encourage us with their policies and their ideas to get out and vote for them. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, I think that's fair. But I also think you were right earlier about people maybe not so much knowing the policies. I think it's also the quality of the people. Now, just this in this round, I see that former All Black Kevin Mialamu has put his hat in the ring for the Papakura board. And people might really gravitate towards that, not because they know what his policies are, but because they trust him, they trust his faith, they recognise his 
his service he's done to the national team. And I think those qualities, you know, just being an honest face, just being seen around your community, going up to the shops heaps and looking engaged. So I'm not I'm not saying you have to be an ex all black to, to run, but I think I think it's a lot more open uh, and accessible than probably central government to run for. Well, how could you yeah. not vote for Kevin Mialamu? Exactly. He, <laughs> he should have this in the bag, shouldn't he? He's such a nice yeah, guy. Well, you, yeah, you'd think so, but I think that's the key. You know, I think um, I think Tim Shadbolt's done great things for Invercargill. Mm. I think their participation rate's pretty high, um, and it's because he gets them national attention. Actually, it didn't work for David Kirk, did it? Being an ex-all-black. Uh, and, and also say, you know, Michael Laws, I would argue, did damage to Whanganui because even if even if people thought in the local community they was doing a good job, that nationwide it was bad PR for a place which is actually um, really awesome. I love it. Just looking at the stats here, Oscar, yeah. that, that so Auckland in 2013 was 34.9. That is so low. Actually went up wow. to 38.4 in 2016. <laughs> looking around the country, you know, so Christchurch 37, Dunedin's 45. So good on you, Dunedin. Wow. Wellington 46. They're obviously more engaged in Wellington and Dunedin. Do do we see these figures sliding? Do you think at this election, or are we going to rebound up a little more as as twenty sixteen was actually higher than twenty thirteen? I I think I mean if you just look at you know if you look at, if you look at the level of kind of political activism that's out there, especially from young people, I I'm optimistic that we will get more. I mean, the highest rate in recent in the last thirty years was. 1989, which was 57 percent, and it has never ever threatened that um, since then. But I think if you look at how many people care about things on their social media, you'd think it would be easy to transfer that amount of effort into actually doing something real. You know what I mean? Hey, Oscar. Um, Tim's got an idea as to he reckons yeah. that we should incentivise people to vote, and he thinks that we should do things like you know give them a little deduction on their rates, or maybe give them a free rubbish pickup or a free organic collection or something like that. <laughs> what do you reckon? Do you think we need to be incentivised to vote at local body elections? I don't. I don't know because I think that gets people voting for the wrong reasons, and I, I don't know if that's fully engaging. I mean, I know we want to get the numbers up, but you want people to actually care enough about their local community to do it, and not need that kind of um, incentive. So I'm not sure. I think we could. I think we could lower the age to 16. I think we could. Um, invest the money into looking at doing it online. I think we could maybe look at uh, bringing back the ballot box on a day so it's not just people posting in their votes. Because I think when you look at the general election, that kind of thing of having the one day to vote, Mm. it's kind of occasion and it motivates a lot of people to do it, I think. Oh, look, I I know it's a dumb idea, but it it just makes me... I'm sad, you know, that we don't have CDs anymore because I always thought a CD was such a good gift, the gift of music. And and you're you're not (laughs) going to give someone... You're just trying to get rid of your collection. uh, Well, no, no, quite the opposite. But, you know, you're not going to give someone a digital download, even though I know you can. But I think so. If you got a CD, if it was you know 1999, and you got a CD, if you voted in local body elections, I think we'd have way more people. Hey, <laughs> while we've got you, Oscar, we just wanted to get your thoughts about TJ Perinara, and and I said you know this is sort of a silent protest, as in that he had some tape on his arm, and it said Ihumata. This is in last night's Bledisloe Cup yeah. win, and some people have been saying the old kind of cliche of politics and sport should be kept separate. What would you say back to them? Oh, I think that's crazy. I think I think it's I think politics is for everyone. I mean, 
I get that sometimes too. When I write a column, I get the odd mean person on Twitter saying actors and comedians should stay out of politics as if we aren't affected by politics, as if we should only leave politics to those who've done a political sciences degree, never mind the fact that we're the ones that give them the vote. We're the ones that can vote them in and vote them out. And I think if you look at TJ's history, he's always had a... You know, he's always been that way inclined. He came up for LGBT rights, you know, after Israel Folau, mm-hmm. um, after his comments. So I think that's kind of TJ being consistent. And they haven't yet introduced rules banning players from using their strapping on their wrist to make personal political statements. I remember when Josh Confau had to take off his beanie that he, where he had the no-nuke sign when the All Blacks toured France a few years ago. Um, and I think, you know, we always accuse the players of being one-dimensional just rugby players, but actually they're members of our community and our society and our families, and it's actually good to see people getting engaged. Hey, Oscar, where do you think the rugby union may draw the line? Um, Gosh, I see, it's such a... Because the rugby union needs the players, and if the players want to do this, there's no way they can tell them not to. I mean, it's kind of too late now. Um, They put crosses, you know, they, uh, they show their... Their religious affiliations, you know, they put the names of their loved ones on their thing. I, I think maybe that horse has bolted. Maybe for the a tournament like the Rugby World Cup, where they say that every team has to lose their sponsors, maybe they could do it then. But I think in terms of the rugby union trying to control it now, I think you'd get a bit of a strike by players, and and you know, there's no rugby without with without them. Oscar Kiley, great to have you on the program and, and good luck with the, the campaign to get more people voting as well in local body elections. We'll talk to you another time. Yes, can I just ask, have you two ever voted? Yes. Yes, yes, I good. have. And Excellent. I, I never have. I'll be voting for the first time this week. Oh, Oscar. <laughs> because I figured I've been going on about it. I need to actually put my money where my mouth is. absolutely do. So. Do you need an incentive? Maybe, <laughs> yeah. a, maybe a CD? <laughs> Would you like an, an organic collection? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thanks, Oscar. All right, take care. That's that's Oscar Kitely, comedian, actor, and journalist, New Zealand rugby world, and playwright, and so many other things.